whenever I have the chance to speak the word of God to you, I am excited. I am excited because I know there is a transformation about to hit. I know there is a transformation about to hit. Now, by the time the service is over, somebody will come to understand that all this while you didn't have financial problems all this while you were not broke all this while you were not poor all this while you were not lacking you just didn't understand some things are you ready for tonight <laughs> Genesis chapter 22, the verse number one. God bless you, my dear. <laughs> now, before I read the scripture, and before I start talking about the three realms of divine provision, I want you to understand that Jehovah Jireh, who has said it before, have you heard the name Jehovah Jireh? If he has just typed in yes. Okay, MJ. So Jehovah Jireh means God my provider, right? Is that the meaning of the name? Now, can I shock you that Jehovah Jireh is not the name of God? Are we, are we together? Jehovah Jireh is not the name of God. Venice, was it really? This is why you cannot miss global sunday services listen now i want to prove to you in the bible that jehovah jireh does not sorry it's not the name of god now in order for you to truly understand the three realms of divine provision you need to understand and know that jehovah jireh is not god's name please listen to this carefully because if you do not understand this then you will never be able to enter the realms of divine provision now genesis chapter 22 verse 1 say so well let's go Oh my God. Genesis chapter 22, the verse number one. Some time later, listen to this. Some time later, God tested Abraham's faith. Abraham, God called. Yes, he replied, Here I am. Some time later, God tested Abraham's faith. I want you to understand something. 
there is a point in the life of every believer that whether you like it or not God is going to test your faith do you have faith if yes then God is going to test that faith do you believe in God if yes then God is going to test that belief do you believe the Lord can fix that problem if yes then God is going to test it it is only upon the matter after you have passed the test that you will qualify for what comes next Genesis 22 verse 2 the Bible said God said take your son you your only son yes Isaac whom you love so much and go to the land of Moriah go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains which I will show you what is God saying now in all these years God had never received a sacrifice of a human being but why is the Lord telling Abraham to go and sacrifice his only son which is an abomination in Christianity for you to kill your son is an abomination or for you to offer your son as a sacrifice to God is an abomination because God doesn't receive human sacrifices so now the question is why is God asking Abraham to do or cause an abomination please listen to this why the reason is when Abraham couldn't give birth, when the wife of Abraham, Sarah, couldn't give birth, if you do not listen to this part, the rest of the message are going to miss out on a very important foundation. Now, why is God testing Abraham and causing him to offer an abominable sacrifice? The reason is Abraham, when he couldn't give birth with his wife, Sarah, Sarah told Abraham and said, why don't you sleep with my slave Hagar and give birth? And the Bible said, Abraham listened to the voice of the wife and committed a sin against God. Listen to this carefully. Abraham listened to the voice of his wife and committed a sin against God. Now, God wanted to know if Abraham would be willing to listen to him to commit another abominable act. God wanted to know between me and your wife, who has the greater say and which one is more important to you? Are you here? This is the reason why God told Abraham, go and sacrifice your son, which was an abomination. That was an abomination. But God wanted to know, your wife asked you to sin, you sinned. Now I, the Lord, I am asking you to commit something abominable. Will you do it? That was the test. Verse 3, the Bible said, the next morning, right after he heard the voice of God, the very next morning, the Bible said, Abraham got up early. 
Hey, this is a very committed man, a man who was committed to the cause of God, a man who was unwavering whenever he came to the instructions of God. And the Bible said, the, the very next morning, Abraham got up early. He saddled his donkey and took two of his servants with him along with his son Isaac. Then he chopped wood for a fire for a burnt offering and set out for the place God had told him about. The man was willing to do something abominable at the instruction of God. So I asked the Lord. <laughs> because of time, jump to verse 7. Verse 7. The Bible said, Isaac turned to Abraham and said, Father, yes, my son. Abraham replied, you, you have the fire. Sorry, we have the fire and the wood. The boy said, but where is the sheep for the burnt offering? Verse 8, God will provide a sheep for the burnt offering, my son. Abraham answered. And they both walked on together. This is a very popular story that everybody knows, right? This is a very common story. Do you not all know? Yes. Follow carefully. It is in this scripture that you know that Jehovah Jireh is not the name of God. And if you do not understand that Jehovah Jireh is not the name of God, you will never be able to enter the divine provision of God. My God, my God, my God, my God. Thank you, Jesus. God will do amazing things tonight. Somebody will enter into a higher realm of divine provision. By the time the service is over, you will experience divine provision like never before. Say yes. Listen to this. <laughs> verse 9 says, Genesis chapter 22, verse 9. The Bible said, when they arrived at the place where God had told him to go, Abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it. Then he tied his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Listen, I am not preaching on this because that is not my focus. I just want to prove something to you here and that is why I'm going through this particular story. So I'm not really sharing much here. But my main message is here to come. So just hold your fire. Verse 10. And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven. Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied, here I am. <laughs> so this is just the foundation I am laying so that I will be able to build upon this. So follow carefully. Verse 12, the Bible said, Don't lay a hand on the boy. The angel said, Do not hurt him in any way. For now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me even your son. 
your only son. I'm not preaching from here. Yes. Because I want you to pay attention to something. Verse 13. Say, well, let's go. Verse 13. Then Abraham looked up and saw a ram caught by eight horns in a thicket. It's a very common story. So he took the ram and sacrificed it as a burnt offering in place of his son. Are we on the same page? Are we on the same page? Because the next verse is my focus. The next verse is my focus. Hmm. Verse 14. Now, pay attention to this. Pay attention to this. Verse 14. Abraham named the place Jehovah Jireh, which means the Lord will provide. Please, like I said, Jehovah Jireh is not the name of God. <laughs> Jehovah Jireh is the name of a place that Abraham found. Ooh. So those of you who keep on saying Jehovah Jireh is your name and that means that the Lord will provide. Let me make an announcement tonight that the Lord is never going to provide until you find your place in the location, the realm, the position that he wants you to stand in. God doesn't just provide because he is a provider, but God provides because you are standing in a realm, in a place that aligns with that which he is looking for before the provision comes up. I want somebody to just understand me for a minute and begin to grasp this mystery and understand that by calling the name Jehovah Jireh is not an automatic statement that invokes the provision of God. Abraham named the place where God provided Jehovah Jireh, which means God will provide. And he said to this day, people still use that name as a proverb. And they say, on the mountain of the Lord, it will be provided. Which means that in the place you are supposed to be, it will be provided. In the location you are supposed to be, it will be provided. In the realm you are supposed to be, it will be provided. There is something I need you to understand. Until you enter into the realm of provision, there is no way the Lord is permitted, according to his own word, to provide for you, for your wife, for your family, for your husband. Provision just doesn't come. Provision comes to a location. Provision just doesn't come. Provision comes into a realm. Until somebody enters a realm, there will be no provision. I need you to understand this. Work with me. Work with me. 
the reason I am teaching the three realms of divine provision is that many people have missed this and they are thinking that all they need to do is to pray, to pray, to pray. Hold your fire. You just for tonight, hold your fire. The first, listen, so now that I've established that provision doesn't come until you find your place in a particular location, a place or a realm, there is no way God will provide for you. God will never have provided a realm if Abraham had stayed in the comfort of his room. God would have never provided that realm if Abraham had not climbed the mountain. Work with me. <laughs> the first realm and the lowest realm of divine provision is called not enough. Somebody type in not enough. Oh God. Just type in not enough. I am teaching the three realms of divine provision, right? The first realm is called not enough. When the doctor said only surgery can fix my kidney. Shut up, Kadima let the heavens open over us tonight. Let there, let there be a free passageway. Let there be an exchange on this platform right now, right here, this moment. In the mighty name of Jesus, let the bread of heaven fill our mouths. In the name of Jesus, let the word of revelation explode in the house. Explode in the house. Can you shout explode three times? Explode number one. Explode number two. Explode number three. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let the begin to speak in the language of the spirit. My God, my God, the first realm of divine provision is called not enough. Those of you who are consistent with our Sunday services, you know that I have given this message as a bonus message for you. And I explain all this in just about five or seven minutes. But today the Lord told me, give them the full meal. Somebody say the full meal. The full meal. The Lord said, give my people the full meal. They need to enter into a realm of divine provision. The full meal. Exodus chapter 1. Reading from verse 6, not enough. The first realm of divine provision is the realm of not enough. <laughs> Ooh. Exodus chapter 1, the verse number 6. In time, Joseph and all his brothers died, ending that entire generation. In time, in time, in time. But their descendants, the Israelites, the Israelites had many children and grandchildren. In fact, they multiplied so greatly 
that they became extremely powerful and filled the land. Hmm. Verse 8, eventually a new king came to power in Egypt who knew nothing about Joseph or what he had done. A new king came who knew nothing about Joseph. He said to his people, look, the people of Israel now outnumber us and are stronger than we are. There is strength in numbers, but strength and provision are two different things. There are some strong men walking on the surface of the earth. And because there is no provision for them, what they do, you will not just, you just can't imagine. One time I was coming back from a program, not long ago, very late in the night. It was around 1 a.m. And when I, I, I got to the junction leading to my home, I saw a strong man standing in the gutter, shoveling out and clearing the, the gutter at 1 a.m. in the night. Strength and provision are not the same. Yes, the people were, were strong, but they had zero provision. They were in the realm of not enough. The Bible said, we must make a plan to keep them from growing even more. There are some people, all they can do is to reproduce. They can never receive anything from God. They can never commune with God. All they can do is to reproduce. Is it not shocking that the people living in the villages have more children than the people living in the cities? Think about it. The people in the villages who have bigger problems than the people in the cities, yet they have more children. So the fact that you are giving birth does not mean God is providing. The fact that you are reproducing doesn't mean God is providing. The Bible said, Pharaoh said, verse 11, verse 10, Pharaoh said, let us make a plan to keep them from growing even more. If we don't, and if war breaks out, they will join our enemies and fight against us. Hmm. Then they will escape from the country. So the Egyptians made the Israelites their slaves. The first thing you encounter when you are in the first realm of divine provision is slavery. The lowest realm of divine provision is called the realm of not enough. And when you are in the realm of not enough, the first thing you encounter is slavery. Anything can make you a slave. Anybody, anybody that has more than you can make you their slave. Why? Because your, your realm of provision is far low or lower than them. 
the Egyptians made the Israelites their slaves. These were the same Egyptians who said they are more powerful than us. And yet, because there was not enough provision for them, they were able to become or to be made slaves because, yes, they were growing in numbers, but there was no provision. Yes, they were multiplying and giving birth, and yet there was no provision. Zero provision, not enough. Whenever you are in the realm or those people under the sound of my voice who are in the realm of not enough, anything can make them their slaves. And there are some people under the sound of my voice, even their own jaws have made them slaves. There are some people under the sound of my voice. Whenever they are speaking, it's about their job. When they are thinking, it's about their job. When they are doing something, it's about their job. They have become slaves to their own jobs. Why? Because they are in the realm of not enough. And yes, it is so divine provision, but that realm is only the beginning stage. And as a matter of fact, everybody goes through this stage, but some people leave and most people leave, but there are still so many people who are still there. When you are in this realm, anything can make you a slave. Sicknesses can make you a slave. Issues can make you a slave. Troubles can make you a slave. Trials can make you a slave. Why? Because you are in the realm of not enough. The Egyptians made the Israelites their slaves. They appointed brutal slave drivers over them. Brutal slave drivers over them. You see, there are some people, some of us, eh, we have some bosses who are brutal. They drive us crazy. They drive us mad. They can hold us up. They can hold us to a schedule. Up. They can hold us to a tight schedule. Up. They can hold us to a certain, a certain instruction. Up. There are some of us, because we have been enslaved by our own jobs, see the way our bosses treat us, see the way our leaders treat us, see the way the people that pay us treat us. Why? Because we are only in the realm of not enough. If the money they give you is not enough, and see the way they treat you. I speak in the life of somebody else. I speak over the life of somebody else. Anything that has made you a slave, any condition that has made you a slave, anybody who has made you a slave, any job that has made you a slave, I command it to catch fire. I command it to catch fire. I command it to catch fire. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, shout yes. brutal slave drivers hoping to wear them down with crashing labor hoping to wear them down with crashing labor just because of some 2000 cities just because of 700 cities i went to work with vodafone for three months three months later i left the job three months they worked me like i was working 7 a.m to 7 p.m 12 hours and when you check the salary at the end of the month, 
one day I was coming, I, I was going to work, and the Lord spoke to me and said, what are you even doing there? I said, Lord, I am working. And for the first time, I heard the Lord chuckle. I heard the Lord chuckle. What work? The Lord said, next week by this time, I want you out of here. I want you, what are you doing here? There are so many people who are in some certain places and the Lord sent me to ask you, what are you doing here? What are you doing there? It's just a matter of time. You are about to move to a better place. You are about to move to a higher realm. You are about to change your place. The Lord will touch your life and your life is going to get better. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, shout yes! Listen to this. The Bible said they forced them to build the cities of Pitom or Python. They forced them. Whenever, listen, I am giving you what to look out for so that you know the realm of divine provision you are in. And I'm telling you, if you are in the realm of not enough, anything, number one, anything can make you a slave. Any issue can make you a slave. Anybody can make you a slave. Number two, you have strict people, crazy people over you, slave drivers over you. Number three, they will force you to do things you don't want to do. Then your boss will tell you, have sex with me, I will give you more. You are in the lowest realm of divine provision. Nobody can stand before me. Have sex with me and I'll give you this. These days go to all the workplaces. It, it has become an anthem there. Have sex with me. Let me have sex with you. Give me what I am looking for and I will give you this. Why? Because you happen to be in the lowest realm of divine provision. Not enough. And not enough, like I said, is a place. And until you leave that place, your story will never change. <laughs> Listen to this carefully. The Bible said they were hoping to wear them down with crashing labor. Crashing labor. They can use you like a horse. They can use you like you don't have life. Why? Because you are in the lowest realm, the lowest place of divine provision. I, I intercede for somebody under the sound of my voice. Even as I am speaking now, I declare that your life will get better and your place will change. Your position will change. Your realm will change. And the divine provision that comes to you will change. Verse 13, the Bible said, so the Egyptians worked the people of Israel without mercy. They worked them without mercy. Even when you are sick, they will call you and tell you it's not true. It's not true. I don't believe it. It's not true. Go and get an excuse duty. Go and get this. Go and get that. You are the one in bed who is sick, who cannot even sit on the bed and eat. And yet they will tell you, go to the hospital and go and bring a sheet from a doctor. 
the lowest realm of divine provision and many of us are comfortable because we are there and we are taking 1008 we are excited we are there we are taking 2003 we are excited we are there we are taking 700 we are excited we are unwilling to pray to God for the Lord to make us better and to change our position and we are still there and see the way our people our bosses our colleagues even treat us the Lord is trying to speak to you to make you realize that even up until now you still happy to be in the lowest rank of divine provision and if your place doesn't change then your position sorry your provision can never change let me take this again if your place doesn't change then your position can never change please write this on your status and add Vincent Martin to it if your place doesn't change your provision will never change write it on your status and add the name Vincent Martin listen people the Bible said the Egyptians oppressed them they oppressed them verse 15 then Pharaoh the king of Egypt gave this order to the Hebrew midwives Sifra and Pua and said when you help the Hebrew women as they give birth what as they deliver if the baby is a boy kill him if the baby is a boy, kill him. When you are in the lowest realm of divine provision, any nonsense can become your instruction. Any nonsense can become your target. They will give you impossible targets. Things that do not even align with what you believe or what you are capable of. That they said, the, the king said, when you help the Hebrew woman deliver and the baby is a boy, kill him. Such nonsense. I declare any written decree that is in your family, that is hanging on, on your neck, that is ha- hanging over your heads, I declare, let that nonsense catch fire in the mighty name of Jesus. I don't know what has been written up about you, your mom, your dad, up, you, your health, up, you, your properties, up, you, your home, up, you, the thing you laugh up but I declare up any nonsense up that has been written up about you up your siblings up let it cut fire up let it cut fire let it cut fire up even as I am speaking up can you just shout fire three times up fire one up fire two up fire three up can I shock somebody? Now let me blow your mind for a minute. Let me blow your mind for a minute. The amount you receive at the end of the month is not what determines the realm you are in or the place you are standing in. What I am talking about is not about how much you are getting. 
There is somebody who is getting 7,000 and yet spiritually is still in the realm of, the, of in the lowest realm of divine provision, which is the realm of not enough. Why? Because the person is seeing and exhibiting all of these characteristics I'm sharing with you. Work with me. Can we be spiritual for the next 30 minutes? Listen. So don't be there and be calculated. Oh, okay, man of God. By the grace of God, these days I'm taking about 3,000. I think it's better. You are missing it. Are you seeing these characteristics? If you are seeing these characteristics, then please check it again. It is never about the amount. It is about what you are seeing around you. Because of time, let us jump to Exodus chapter 1. Still under the realm of not enough. The Bible said about this time, a man and a woman from the tribe of Levi got married about this time. About this time, about the same period of time that the people of Israel were still in the in the period or in the realm of not enough, people were still marrying her, people were still giving birth. The fact that you are marrying her and the fact that you are giving birth does not mean that your realm of divine provision has changed. So please, it's not a matter of age to say, Man of God, by this time I'm pushing 34. I think I've left. You can be 47, it will still be, and yet your position will be the same. Your height can change, and yet your position is the same. You can lose weight, you can get fat, and yet you are still in the same position. If God has been good to you, in your song, in your About this time, a man and a woman from the tribe of Levi got married. About this time, the Lord wants you to understand the period of time and the realm the people were in when others were marrying and giving birth. And the Bible said, verse 2, the woman became pregnant and gave birth to a son. She saw that he was a special baby and kept him hidden for three months. When you always find yourself hiding, hiding your potentials, hiding what you are capable of, hiding what you can do, hiding what the Lord has given you, hiding. There are some of us, we cannot even boldly share how the Lord blesses us and how he is blessing us. Once you find yourself in hiding, you are still there. You are still there. You are always hiding, hiding your skill, hiding your finances. You don't want anybody to know because there is nothing there. Far it be from you that people will know that this is the money you have in your momo. That day, you will lose your dignity. Some of us, when we have just 30 cities left, we are not shy to share. The reason being, the reason being that we have done great things with those same accounts so when we are down to certain amounts we are still not shy to share oh this is what i have left too have you ever spoken to any big man they easily say i don't have money these days or now this time i don't have money sit down and talk to big people and see the way they talk if they don't have they don't have the time to beat about the bushel Oh, I don't have this money. I know I, I, I can't give you that, um, that much now. Yes, that's how big men talk. They have nothing to hide because what you are looking for, they can do far better than that. But as you are asking them if they are incapable, they will never hide it. 
Is somebody learning something tonight? <laughs> you always find yourself hiding. You are still in the lowest realm. No wonder some of you, you are even shy to tithe because you do not want anybody, even the man of God, your own man of God, to know how much you are making because you are thinking, if I tithe 10% and it's about 112 cities, they can calculate and know that it's about 1,000 days. So you let me stop for now. When I get this, then I do it. You will never be blessed. Be there. You will never be blessed. And the Bible said, the woman kept the boy hidden for three months but when she could no longer hide him she got a basket made of papyrus reeds and waterproofed it with tar and pitch and she put the baby in the basket and laid it among the reeds along the bank of the Nile river she couldn't hide the baby anymore so she took the baby and kept laid the basket amongst the reeds is it not still hiding think think about this critically you cannot hide the baby anymore in the house so you went to a riverside and you hide the baby in a basket among some leaves are you still not hiding the baby that is it nothing has changed you can't even share with anybody that you are going out you know this relationship is not from God you know you yourself you know so you won't bother sharing so you you have been dating for years and yet every vows that you post onto the singles to ask the singles this and that those of us who do not have gifts those of us who do not have beloved you are joking it'll be there you are always hiding be there your position will never change and your provision will never change exodus chapter 2 verse 11 jump to verse 11 for me the bible said many years later many years later when moses had grown up he went out to visit his own many years later which means you can be in this realm for the rest of your life you can be in this realm for so many years there is not a year limit for you to think oh man of god maybe by two or three years i would have left what will make you leave many years later now moses was 40 years old so from here you can say 40 years later and they were still in that position and the bible said Moses went out to visit his own people, the Hebrews. And the Bible said, he saw how hard they were forced to work. After 40 good years, nothing had changed. 40 years and, and strong, they were still in the realm of not enough. 40 years. If you do not be serious with what I am sharing and learn how you are going to come out of this realm you will stay there for life many years later 40 good years later but i declare upon the life of, of one two three four five people under the sound of my voice who are staying in a realm 
of difficulty a realm of not enough a realm of struggles a realm of pain a realm of frustrations a realm of tiredness a realm of sicknesses for years I declare from today you are walking out a free man you are walking out a free woman in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Tonight is where you Can I shock you? The sad thing is, this is not the doing of the devil. I have not even mentioned the devil once. This is not the doing of the devil. For you to go and pray against demonic orchestrations. You pray and pray and pray and pray. Your problem is in the north. You are firing your arrows to the south. What do you hope to accomplish here? <laughs> Many years later, 40 years later, Moses went back and he saw how hard they were forced to work. You will be forced to work if you are in this realm. Every day, you see, that's why every day you are angry. Every day you are angry. And you want funkwana. And you want funkwana. Every day you are insulted. Every day you are insulting somebody. Every day you are contending with somebody. Every day you are changing words with somebody. It is not you. It is your position. Until you leave that position. Until you leave that realm. Your provision will never change. Now they are now. And the Bible said, during his visit, he saw an Egyptian beating one of his fellow Hebrews. That is what happens. That is what happens when you are in the realm of, 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 of not enough. Anybody can beat you. Anything can beat you. Sometimes, eh, it's just the sun. The sun is it's too hot for you. All you need is a simple AC. All you need is a simple AC. And so, and no crown, I be it here also. It's a man of God. I have a, 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 a problem with my head. I have a strong headache. It comes every month. Master, it's in our here. It's in our here. And yet, and yet, bro. It's in our cotton sign. Scabbing out the cotton side is we. And you are now dealing with me, crown. You don't have. Are you getting what I'm saying? Many of us, we think we have some problems, but I'm telling you, you don't have a problem. Your position is what is beating you. And, and, and the things you are contending with in that position is what is beating you. Moses saw that one of the Egyptians were beating one of the Hebrews. Life is beating you every day. Then you enter, everybody sees you. Oh, sweet girl oh but and you are so dead and you are okay with the comments of people instead of you to look up to God to believe God to do better for you you are there you are comfortable Exodus chapter 3 verse 7 maybe this will be a series because I'm still speaking on the first realm which is the realm of not enough. Exodus chapter 3 verse 7. 
Then the Lord told him, I have certainly seen that now I'm about to show you how to get out of this realm. I'm not the kind of man of God who only come and give you messages about your troubles remind you about your troubles point or draw your attention to the things that are fighting you and leave you there no i will always by the grace of god give you something that will help you out of that trouble and that is the part i've got into exodus chapter 3 the verse number 7 then the lord said to moses I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. People can struggle in this life and from heaven, even God will record that I have seen it. Imagine that God is saying, I have seen the way you have been sleeping without food for, for so many nights. Imagine. Just imagine. Imagine. have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt I have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers I have heard what their cries of distress when you are in the realm of not enough there is only one thing that will take you out of that realm and that is a cry of distress when I talk about a cry of distress, I am, to, I, I am not talking about when you are weeping in the night. And, and uh, 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 um, a lady that I know said something not long ago. She said, when we go out, nobody knows what we go through because we share so many emotions with our pillows that we can't share with the world. I'm not talking about the emotions you are sharing with your pillow your pillow cannot help you it can only soak your your tears but it cannot help you i am not talking about the kind of cry that you weep and you wake up in the morning and your eyes are swollen that that, that will not solve anything you know your pain you know your struggle you know your oppression you know that you are seeing these things that i am talking about you have been seeing it all around you many of you under the sound of my voice are already in this realm of not enough you must cry to god that is to say you must pray to god that god i don't want this anymore father i don't want this anymore i am tired when was the last time you went before god solely to lift up your cry of distress lord i have seen this lord i have been sick lord i have been i've been in bed lord i do not have this lord see how i'm struggling to get this even my own fees i cannot pay and 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 you have a wife you can pay your fees but you have a wife and the wife too i'm not talking about one that you have married though i am talking about one that comes to visit you every two weeks it's all here koswa shata bada gada bada dosh nadu bada dosh shata bada gada when in my darkness somebody cry to the Lord? Is somebody willing to cry to the Lord? Is 
willing to lift up a cry of distress. Oh God, I know in my distress, you shall hear me and you shall save me. I have gone through this for too long. I've been through this for too long. My family have struggled for I've struggled for too long. Lord, when are you going to save us? When are you going to deliver us? When are you going to help us? Every day you will dream. You see yourself dead or dying. Every day you will dream. Something is chasing you. Every day you dream, you will gather and somebody will come for what you've gathered. Every day you dream and there is always a bad thing behind that dream. No. The Lord said, I am aware of their suffering. Some people are suffering, no? Some people are suffering and the Lord said, I am aware. As a matter of fact, the Lord has been aware for so long, but he is not doing anything about it because you have not lifted up a genuine cry of distress to him. That is the only thing, the only bridge that you need to take you out of that place to take you out of Egypt to take you out of slavery to take you out of oppression to take you out of harsh treatment to take you out of forced labor verse 8 the Lord said so I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile land watch the words the lord is using carefully he said i have come down to rescue them i have come down to rescue them so many of you now is the time you need the lord to come down to rescue you you need the lord to come down you need the lord to come down the prayers you are praying can never invoke the coming down of the Lord. You need to be committed. You need to be consistent. You need to be diligent. And the Bible said the Lord God is a rewarder of they that diligently seek him. When you seek the Lord diligently, Lord, I need you. Lord, I need your help. Lord, come through for me. Lord, come and fight for me. It's just a matter of time. He is going to respond one of these days. What am I saying? What I am saying is, it is just a matter of time. 
there is going to be a spontaneous return of the Lord. And I am not talking about the second coming of Jesus. I am talking about the response to your answers. I am talking about the response to your prayers. I am talking about the response to your tears. I am talking about the response to your desires. I am talking about the response to the things you cry for. It is just a matter of time. But I see the Lord coming down. It is just a matter of time. But I see the Lord coming down. For some people here, under the sound of my voice, I said you will not be locked up in a room. Weeping for days. Weeping for weeks. Weeping in the night. It's just a matter of time. The Lord will come down for you. The Lord will come down for you. The Lord will come down for you. Is somebody ready to receive this? Shout, I receive it now. I receive it now. And I I see the Lord coming down for somebody here. I see the Lord coming down for somebody here. Are you ready to leave the realm of not enough? Are you ready to leave the realm of not enough? Are you ready to leave the realm of not enough? There are people who are far younger than us who are running very successful companies. If you do not know, if you are thinking you are too young, there are people who are far younger than us running very successful businesses. Some of them do not even have the degrees we have. Some of them do not even have the qualifications we have. Some of them are not even fluent in English as we do. And yet, because they left the realm of not enough, they are doing well. They are doing well. They are doing well. They are doing well. Somebody after tonight, you will do well. Somebody after tonight, you will do well. After tonight, you will do well. After tonight, you will do well. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And don't let I want you to capture somebody's name and say, Abigail, you will do well. Say, Joshua, you will do well. Say, Tina, you will do well. Say, Ernest, you will do well. Say, Fina, you will do well. Capture somebody's name and say, you will do well. My God. You do well. Say it until you believe it. Say it until you believe it. You would do well. 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 I 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 would do well. The name of the Lord is our strong haven. The name of the Lord is our comfort place. Just call him like you know him. He's your Abba. Shut up, Abba. 
The Lord said, I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land. What am I saying? The Lord is about to lead you into your own fertile and spacious space, your own fertile and spacious business, your own fertile and fruitful company. In the mighty name of Jesus, what the Lord wants you to have is for you to have your own. What the Lord wants you to have is for you to have your own. Tina, you have your own. And Jose, you have your own. Jophie, you have your own. Sawa, you have your own. Prissy, you have your own. Somebody, you have your own. Somebody, you have your own. Say, I, I, I. Say, I will have my own. I will have. Somebody, you have your own apartment. You have your own house. You have your own room. You have your own house. You have your own car. You have your own husband. You have your own wife. You have your own person. I believe that you have your own ministry. There are people who have never slept, sorry, slept in their own room before. They have never had a room to themselves before. There are people, their whole lives, they have, they have never, they've never had a room to themselves before for them to say, this is my room. No, 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 no. They don't even have their own beds. Their own beds they don't have. For you to have your own room even that bed you are sharing with someone <sighs> the lord said i have come down to rescue them from the power of slavery and lead them out of slavery bondages and take them into their own their own their own their own a land flowing with milk and honey. That land, that land, that land. Somebody say that land, that land. Somebody say that land. Somebody say that house. Say that apartment. Say that man. Say that woman. Say it will happen. Say that land. It will happen. That house. It will happen. That apartment. It will happen. The Bible said, should we end here? Let me ask you. I'm supposed to be preaching on three different realms. I'm still speaking on the first realm. So I don't know if we should end here. Because it's 917 already. <laughs> if I get about 
20 people saying we should continue. We will, we will, I'll, 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 I'll just consider it. Maybe, who knows? I mean, maybe I'll consider it. I have MJ saying, please go on. I have Beatrice saying to us who I have. Josephine saying, please let go. <laughs> Same people. I have Tina saying, flow. I have Priest saying, continue. I have Abigail saying, please go on. Benny says, go on. Mr. Boche says, please carry on. <laughs> My wife says, Mentuato, may you have candy eye, then I'll continue. Baby, what can the eye to us? Why? Be marry your own. Now, Kunusu Nyebi Mount. Marry your own. My God, my God, my God, my God. So in order to move from the realm of not enough to the next realm, you must cry and pray to God. Cry, pray, cry, pray, cry. Pray, and if you pray well enough, when the time is right, the Lord will take you to the next realm, which is called the realm of just enough. <laughs> uh, the realm of just enough. Obviously, I want that, oh God. If you want the realm of just enough, then it means you are still at the realm of not enough. Anyway, may bomb by a man, Eja. No mouse, no new free. Because when I was there, offer. Mr. Master, I am always angry. Share. My wife will call me on the phone. I'm on the phone. But when I'm speaking, I use my head to answer. And I'm nodding and I'm shaking my head. And I expect her to understand what I'm doing. Because in the realm of not enough, every time you are angry, every day you are agitated, every day you are confused, every day you are hungry, every day, hey, I declare everybody under the sound of my voice, may the Lord answer you from the realm of not enough from the realm of not enough I have stayed in that realm and I stayed there for years but I have left I said you will live also you will live too in the name of Jesus shout yes Master Exodus chapter 16 the verse number 1 Exodus chapter 16 the verse number one. I always say this. You cannot come to prayer life week after week after week after week listening to God-filled sermons like this and still have that same life. No. If you do, then you are not learning. People came for months and they left that realm. People came for days. Somebody came to Adulam just once and God lifted up, lifted them up 
from that realm. Somebody came to Adulam just one day, one day, one encounter. Some people, that was the first time they were seeing me. And God lifted them from that realm. And if you are here week after week after week after week, you are learning, you are following, you are practicing, you are applying, and your life is still the same, then you are not learning. Exodus chapter 16, verse 1. Then the whole community of Israel set out from Elim and journeyed into the wilderness of sin between Elim and Mount Sinai. There is something I want you to understand here. When you enter the realm or before you can enter the realm of just enough, you must firstly set out from your current realm. The question is, are you willing to walk out of the realm of not enough? Sewa, are you willing to walk out of that realm? Abigail, are you willing to walk out of that realm? Are you willing? I have seen people who are viral on, on, on Instagram and TikTok who call me asking for thousands, who go, I'm talking about people who go viral on Instagram and TikTok and they will call me looking for thousand cities. What do you tell Those of you who believe what you see on the internet. Some of those people, when they are in tears, we are the ones they call. Be there, be comparing yourself with other people. Be there, be mimicking the dressing of other people. They buy you want to buy. They wear you want to wear. They dress you want to dress. They go you want to go. They, they are sleeping in expensive hotels you want to do same. Be there. People who are viral on, who go viral on IG and they are calling you for thousands of this. Sir, please, 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 and you are talking about thousand forty-seven. You won't get. You are using your money to dress, to look good, for likes, for followers. Na me 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 kwabna. Na me me tuun fifre. Ah, me ya igweni kran kame nyesa. Me ya igwenia kame me nyesa. Because I before they do good, Papa. Ask in here where you know. <laughs> <laughs> when pass them, Exodus chapter 16 verse 1 then the whole <laughs> I won't mention anybody's name. I don't want trouble. Exodus chapter 16, verse 1. Then the whole community of Israel set out from Ellen. You must walk out. You must leave. You must walk out. They arrived there on the 15th day of the second month. They arrived there on the 15th day of the second month, one month after leaving the land of Egypt. 
Verse 2. There too, the whole community of Israel complained about Moses and Aaron. There too. There too. There too. Why is the Bible saying there too? When you begin the journey of just order, when you enter initially into the realm of just enough, if you are not careful, there too, you will complain. You might think your life is still the same because you are only entering. There too. They complained about Moses and Aaron. If only the Lord had killed us back in Egypt, they moved. There we sat around pot filled with meat and ate all the bread we wanted. But now we have, sorry, now you have brought us into this wilderness to starve us all to death. If you, listen, man of God, listen to me carefully. If you think you are the only one who is, who is hungry. If you think you are the only one who is hungry, please learn well. These days, the Lord has blessed me such that I stand on big platforms. I stand on platforms that minister to national audiences. That did not happen overnight. Man of God. Woman of God. That did not happen overnight. Please. You, you think I just woke up and I had the opportunity to take over the National All Believers Retreat at the Abri Prayer Mountains in Accra? You think I just woke up in ministry and I found myself in a, uh, 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 at a radio station at Adom FM? You think I just, I just woke up one day and I found my way on Power FM and Kasapa FM? Come on! You are living in a dream! In reality, we have been hungry before. The Bible said, the Bible said, the people complain, you have brought us here to starve to death. Are you the only one who is hungry? There are women who are also hungry, but they are not begging like you are. I was speaking to someone not long ago. The person said, I am in so much pain and I am so much starved that I am now on Twitter asking people for financial help. You are mad. The Bible said, help cometh from above. Not Instagram. Not Twitter. Not TikTok. Man of God, hi, I salute your grace, sir. Man of God, I don't know what to do. Whenever I see you, I see this man of God. What a great man of God. Sir, please, what I, oh, there, is, uh, there is just something simple I wanted to share with you. Man of God, even what I will eat this evening, I don't have. I wanted to ask if you could help me with something small. Even anything you can give me, I will take it. If I get something like 20 or 50, it's fine. If you get something like 20 or 50, Master any. On Facebook, you know nothing of this man of God. On Instagram, people you know nothing of. You are walking around begging people for food. Or you think nyame or your quaint nyame. So whenever you are hungry, you can just go to God. You don't worship him. You don't serve him. You don't do anything. You just go to God. Oh God, I have come. You know, today I'm struggling. I don't know what I'll eat. God, give me something. And God gives it to you. Who do you think you are? 
and if men of God are to exhibit the character of God, men of God are also not like that. So please, those of you who do not know, by the by the time you don't respect yourself. You don't respect yourself. The people are complaining about food. Are you the only one? Are you the only one who has been hungry before? Please control yourself. Say control yourself. I want you to type in control yourself. Control yourself. When you are hungry, control yourself. We have been hungry before. So only one. Into the Koswana stress stress. Now, because of their hunger, they are saying you should have killed us in Egypt. Foolish talk. Verse 4, they said, Then the Lord said to Moses, Look, I am going to rain down food for, from heaven for you. Each day, the people can go out and pick up. Follow this carefully. I have showed you the character of people or how you are treated in the realm of not enough now i am showing you what happens in the realm of just enough pay attention to this in the realm of just enough this is what happens provision comes daily Listen. I want you to pay attention to this. Oh, are you here? Please say something so that I know you are here. Say something. Are you here? Or you are watching TV? The people in the realm of just enough. The Bible said each day the people can go out. Each day. Listen. The first thing that you face when you are in the realm of just enough is that each day you go out to pick up as much food as you need. Each day you go out. Each day you go out. Each day. And all koinina is so that you will get what you eat. Whenever you find yourself working for food, working to feed, working to take care of the basic things in life, you are still here in the realm of just enough. <laughs> Some of us, we want to enter the highest realm at the lowest age possible. There are just three realms. I've shared the realm of not enough. I am now sharing the realm of just enough. The people in the realm of just enough, every day they are working for food. It, you know, they will work, but their salary is just so that they can feed. Their money is just so that they can feed. Their earnings is just so that they can feed. If they miss out a day, wahala. <laughs> By the grace of God, I can stay in my room for one week or more without going out. And I will still not be working for food. 
listen to this carefully do not lift up your heart in pride please permit me to submit this to you there is something you can learn from this personally i have been through the lowest level of divine provision by the grace of god the lord has lifted me from there but listen to this in the realm of just enough you work for food yes you have a job but you work for food yes you have an opportunity but just so that you can feed the lord said each day the people can go out it is not a must but you can go out if you go so the people who work per day by day per day by day those people when you check their life it is never better why it is not because they don't have much because if you calculate the money they make a day at the end of the month many of them have much more than people who are working in some government agencies but the reason they never get better is because they are comfortable where they are and they do not understand the forces at work and they have not understood the mystery behind the realms of divine provision so every day they get the masons every day they they get the painters every day they get but they cannot do much with it the mate throttle drivers those guys are rich but nobody respects them nobody respects them and the reason is because even they themselves they don't understand what they are dealing with most of those people are only working for food and there are still people here listening to me now they are working for food the lord said i will test them in this to see whether or not they will follow my instructions be careful when you find yourself in a realm of just enough there are a lot of instructions that are there that the lord is waiting to see whether you follow or not so when most people when you enter into the realm of just enough the lord begins to demand tithes offerings first fruits so that you will see whether they will follow or not thanksgiving offerings but what do we do we say to ourselves should i go and give my money to a church to a ministry to a man of god because they think they are giving their money to me Beatrice, they think they are giving their money to me they think they are giving their money to me am i the one demanding for your tithes the lord said just us my people receive your tithes here when they receive it i also receive it there if you do not know there is not a single man that lived that gave an offering to god without offering it to a man or a man of god So keep on complaining. I will test them in this, in this realm, in this, in this realm. So can you post it for me? In this realm, I will test them to see. Hey, together, let's read. Look at your screen and let's read. Then the Lord said to Moses, look, I'm going to rain down food from heaven for you each day 
the people can go out and pick up as much food as they need for that day I will test them in this I will test them in this realm to see whether or not they will follow my instructions let me see you by hand how many of us are titus here let me see you by hand how many of us are titus Quickly, quickly, quickly. Let me see you by hand. The name that is above every other name. The the name by which That's we good. Are God bless you, sir. For he's been exalted I see Beatrice, I see Sewa, I see Josephine. The name of Konama, the Lord is a MJ, okay. Forgive me, R R E K Z. I've seen you, but I don't know your name. So, if you can share your name with me. Listen. You see, less than half the people. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There are about forty-two people who have tapped on the link to join the service. There are 20 people who are here now. And just half of them are Titan. Just imagine. You want the Lord to make you better? I will test them in this realm. I forgave you when you were in the realm of not enough. But in this realm, I will test you. In this realm, I will test you to see. I will test you. Don't think you have it easy. I will test you to see. Are my people going to follow this or not? Yesterday, those of you, how many of us were at Adlam? How many of us were at Adlam yesterday? How many of us were at Adlam? Let me see you by hand. You Listen. When you came to Adulam, we gave you prayer request forms, right? Everybody filled out their prayer request form and we asked them to put in it their covenant seeds. And they did it. When I came back, I signed. That is what I do. Every month after the program, right after the program, when I get home, I sign, I go through every single prayer request and I sign them as I've seen it and I'm taking it to God. Listen to this carefully. After I took the covenant seeds from the envelopes, the Lord said, put these offerings in an envelope. And I did it. 
and the Lord said tomorrow go and give it to your bishop <laughs> you people <laughs> you, you you listen until you learn some things you will, you will never get better when you are giving you think imagine somebody was at was at adulam and the person was thinking the Lord said take it this matter the Lord said this matter is not in your hands take the request of my people the offerings of my people the covenant seeds of my people people take it to your father listen the Lord said take it to your father everything took it to him today prayed for me he asked me I gave him feedback on the program I said we had about this number of people coming and he prayed for me he said one of these days you are there you just see my face I've not invited him he's just telling me this listen to this until you understand spiritual principles your spiritual realm of provision divine provision will never change not every money is for spending some monies are for sowing i am not preaching about money but i want you to understand what we do that helps us when i was in the realm of not enough those days i used to go and sow seeds and i am crying i'm telling you Sometimes I'll come back and my wife is consoling me. I am telling you, and I'm not even bragging. Today, when people see you, they oh, they see you as a great person. Oh, hey, this one of God, hey, this one of God. Master, are you willing to subject yourself to the instructions of God? Are you willing to do that? The difference between you and I is the fact that I am willing to submit myself to the supremacy of his will. Lord, I will do it. Lord, I will do it. Just last December, Adulam, January, Adulam, I was sharing with the people how the Lord made me sow a seed of 5,000 cities. Just, just December this december the lord said take this money go and drop it on the altar and that was five thousand cities and i said to myself now i am free exactly one month later the lord said bring me a sacrifice of three thousand five hundred cities again in december january December, January, December 5,000, January 3,500. And I always say this. What I am saying, I am not boasting. No, I am telling you what I do that works for me. I am telling you what I do that works for me. And the reason it works is because God approves of, of, of it. When you are in the realm of not enough, only prayer can take you out prayer and sacrifices prayer and sacrifices prayer and sacrifices 
But when you are in the realm of just enough, I will share that secret next week. There is another thing which is far higher than just prayer and sacrifices. If you want to, if you are in the second realm, which is the realm of just enough, and you want to move to the higher realm, which is the third realm, it takes something more than just the basic things like tithes and all. If you, yes, if you do not know, tithes are basic. Tithes are not anything strange, though. Tithes are basic. Strange thing, a strange thing is when you, uh, you can bring a whole month's salary or a whole year's salary. <laughs> oh dear, you don't know. You have no idea. Some of you, your tithe is like 50 cities, 100 cities. What are you doing for God? 100 cities? If your national service is 559, if you bring that whole thing to God, that is when you that is when we can say you are challenging yourself. Not when you are doing 50 cities, 40 cities, 40 cities, 15 cities. Be there. So if you think we are doing this work for money, I always want to address this disclaimer. We are not doing this for money. We will go and do our own programs. And we will take the offerings from the program and go and sow it to another ministry or another father or a church. So we don't do this. Pastor Elvis said this. Those of you who follow the Alpha Hour Man, he said at the end of every month, he takes 10% of the entire church's money and will go and sow it to another father in a different church. So so when you see the man with thousands of people watching him on Facebook, you are insulting him. You are saying all sorts of things. And you are thinking he's going down. That man will never go down. Why? Because some of us are here praying that he never comes down. He has become a model to the online ministry. When we started online ministry, they thought we were mad. They thought we were not correct until Alpha Hour came. And they knew that, hey, so God can work even on the internet. I declare upon the life of somebody, even though you are not seeing me in person, even over these electrical waves, these uh, electromagnetic waves, uh, this internet waves, uh, I declare uh, by the power of his name, uh, anything you are lacking, uh, may the Lord bless it. Uh, anything you are lacking, uh, may the Lord uh, multiply it. In the mighty name of Jesus, any well, any void that sucks up good things, I declare, I seal it up now in Jesus' name. Are you blessed? I've shared with you the first realm of divine provision and I've given you a short summary of the second realm of divine provision. So the first realm, this is a quick recap. The first realm of divine provision is the realm of not enough. 
the second realm of divine provision is the realm of just enough and in the second realm i haven't even explained anything that was just a summary which means that we are going to break this service apart into two different parts part one and two part one and two so for part one i am going to end right here and next week god willing i'm going to come your way with the second part where i will talk about i will talk again about the second realm which is just enough and the third realm which i will unveil next week <laughs> ah father god father i thank you just type in father i thank you have you learned something have you learned something have you learned something i feel the presence of the lord so strong here Hmm. 